Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am he and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. For such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines and plagues from place to place, awesome sights and mighty sounds that will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons. They will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead you giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My My brother came to me and said, Come camping with us. So I said, I don't have any camping equipment. And there's a reason why I don't have camping equipment. But he says, don't worry, I get everything that you need. Come, we'll have a lot of fun. So going against my better judgment, I went and went to the campsite. So I said to my brother, he says, I don't think it's a very good idea to put my tent over that rock. He says, no, it's not going to be a problem. I'm giving you an air mattress. So that night, I'm on top of the air mattress, and I hear a sound that no one wants to hear when they're lying on an air mattress. So needless to say, I ended up sleeping on that rock. The very next night, after a campfire experience, I get up from the chair, and I walk toward the car. And my brother says, oh, where are you going, to buy a new air mattress? I go, no, I'm going home, and I'm going to sleep in my bed. And that is the last time I ever set foot in a tent. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because God spent many, many years with the Israelites in a tent. And I'm going to tell you why. And we're all familiar with the book of Exodus, the story of the burning bush, and the ten plagues in Egypt, and the uh, parting of the Red Sea, 
the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. But I can almost guarantee that no one, no one in here has read the last 14 chapters of the book of Exodus. And the reason why is because the last chapters of the book of Exodus are about as exciting as a, as a, as a manual on how to put together a desk from Staples. But instead of a desk from Staples, we have a tent. So I'm going to tell you what's inside these 14 chapters. And what's inside is that it describes everything that is inside and on top of this tent that God is building, you can find in the Garden of Eden. Imagine a miniature Garden of Eden right there in the middle of the desert to be with all the people. You all know we, you and I, have been were kicked out of the Garden of Eden thanks to Adam and Eve. But see, God wants us back in. He wants us to be with him always. So when they got to the Promised Land, God transferred from the tent to a temple. And the reason why is because you can fit more people in a temple, more people in a, in a building. But there's still a problem with the temple. You can't get everybody in. In fact, in the outside doors, in the entrance, there were signs put that said Gentiles are not allowed inside. This is a big problem for God. So Jesus announces in the gospel today the destruction of the temple. The reason why the temple is being destroyed is because God's building a new one, a new temple where there are no walls. So where is this temple without walls so that everybody can be in? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the new temple because there's no walls, there's no separation, there's no divisions with Christ. I was uh, at work with my father and I asked him, I said, Dad, how come you're not like other CEOs? You know, come to work late, have business luncheons with the executives, golf in the afternoon with other business partners. I said, why are you the first one at work and the last one to leave? So my father said to me, the reason why is, remember the time when the lumberyard brought all the the lumber and half the two-by-fours were twisted and knotted? I sent them back. And you remember the time when the painters were going to leave early because they didn't know what the color to paint the walls in the second floor? Well, they didn't leave early. And do you ever remember any time anyone came to work late? I said, no. He said, that's why I'm the first one at work and the last one to leave. Because if there is a problem, if there is a difficulty, I want to be the first one to know about it not the last. And that's why God is with us. When God was in the temple, when God was in the desert with the Israelites in the miniature Garden of Eden, he's the first to know when they were hungry. He was the first to know when they were thirsty. He was the first to know when the Egyptians decided to, to uh, kill all the, Egyptian, uh, all the Israelites after they left Egypt. God was the first to know that there were serpents in the desert. He's also the first to know that there were pesky neighbors around the, around the other mountain that wanted to kill them. God wants to be with us. 
you know, I guess the lesson of the, uh, the faith lesson today is that, you know, Adam got us kicked out of the presence of God, out of the Garden of Eden. But God wanted us back. So he sent his son. And no matter what goes on out there, no matter what disasters may take place, as it says here, earthquakes and famines and plagues, and, and uh, we'll be persecuted and, and uh, led before governors and kings, no matter what happens out there, you know this and never forget it. There's a reason why God wants us with him. There's a reason why God wants us back in his garden.